You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, mamas, Krista Rialba here, the host of the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I have to say thank you guys so much. I was just going through the analytics and seeing who's tuning in and wow, we're growing. We're growing every episode and it's such an honor and joy and privilege to be here being a part of your growth. And that was just the real raw inspiration for this was I just want to connect you to the power that you already have, the knowing, the brilliance that you already are by connecting you to resources, stories, people, um, you know, strategy so that you can bring your gifts to the world so that you can show up knowing that you are already complete, that you're already whole, that you've, that you've got this, right? No matter what you're dreaming up right now, it is yours. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And the Ambitious Mama podcast isn't just for women. It's not just for moms. It's for anyone who wants to be infused with that feeling, that knowing of I've got this, right? Um, P.S. There's a book coming, you guys, 365 days of I've got this by the Ambitious Mama I'm so excited, you guys, and it's going to be the takeaways and the aha moments and the like yeses from every episode. I'm so excited to bring this to life. So up next, you guys, we have a really cool interview, a really cool conversation where I'm getting to know Nika. She is the positivity boss and she slowed my scroll on Instagram and I was like, oh, what's this girl about, right? She was just radiating such great energy and that is a total pro tip right there. She is showing up as herself. She's showing up. She's being of service online. She is providing valuable content online and that is what really got my attention. So Nika um, actually reminds me of before kids, like she's in the city. I'm loving her vibe so much. And she's out there trying new things and helping people and really, um, you know, focusing on her money game. And that's what this episode's about. It's about multiplying your income and, you know, not being afraid to try things new because if 2020 taught us anything, right, there's nothing that is guaranteed. So why not get out there and try some new things? Why not go get out there and diversify our income? Um, but also at the same time, aligning your income, aligning your money-making efforts with impact. And I think that's a real life worth living right there. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my new gal pal, Nika, and um, definitely follow her, check her out. And I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Talk soon. Okay. Welcome, everybody. So excited to be here with my brand new friend, Nika. And uh, we're going to be getting, I'm going to be getting to know her right along with you at the same time. Um, but I think it's really cool when you're, when you're scrolling on social and someone is really being the light, they are being the light, they are being the positivity in your newsfeed. And that's really what, um, why you slowed my scroll down, girl. <laughs> So we're going to get to know you better, but I thought we could come right out from the gates and I can ask you this question here, which I know is on a lot of people's mind right now, and that's about making the money, 
But to make the money, we need to keep make sure our mind is right. So what is your go-to tool or practice or ritual or anything to make sure your money mindset is on point? Okay, for sure. So I would say what I do now is just a lot of affirmations, something that I learned. So I've been on my spirituality mindset journey, I would say for, for four years now. And in the beginning, I used to think it had to be very formal. You have to just write your affirmations down and set, you know, a specific time for it. But the more, the more and more I learned is affirmations are really just uh, our thoughts, you know, it's really just what's playing on repeat every day in our head. And so now something I've learned how to do is in those like little moments in the day where nothing else is going on, maybe I'm washing the dishes, maybe, you know, I'm just brushing my teeth, I'll just really go into my mind and I'll just affirm for what I want, you know? And something else I think people get caught up on is affirmations have to be a specific format. You know, it has to be, I'm so happy and grateful for X, Y, Z, but you can just say whatever you want. So I just say, you know, oh, it feels so good to be wealthy. I'm so, I'm so grateful that money just abundantly flows into my life. Thank you for the 50 new, new students that get started today. Thank you for um, all of the abundance all throughout my business. I'm so happy I'm impacting all these people. And that's really how I frame it now in my mind. And so that's really what my go-to is, is uh, as soon as I start the day, like as soon as my thoughts start to try to go to something negative, <laughs> I reel it back and I'm like, no, like, you know, this is what I'm going to think now instead. And it's pretty amazing what happens, you know, with even just a month of doing this, uh, you'll just really start to notice results faster than a lot of other things, I think. So this is really my go-to is just really taking those moments and just, just thinking to myself what it is that I want. Yes, I love it. That's chapter one of Think and Grow Rich is thoughts are things, right? So that's the age old principle right there. It's whatever you're thinking, whether you're, you know, you're either manifesting wealth and abundance or the opposite of that. Right. But it's, um, it's, it's all, it all happens up here. Right. Yeah. And, uh, if, if to all the listeners, if you haven't, if you don't have a copy of think and grow rich, I highly recommend that age old book, Nika, I'm sure you have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Right. And it's like, and that copy, like your book should be weathered and you know dog-eared and like you should just love on that book because the title is also misleading because it like people think rich like money right and yes money you know it's it's not everything but it's right up there with oxygen especially when you don't have it right so it's important it's energy but any anything you want to change in your life it starts with your mind so thank you so much nika chapter one think and grow rich everyone and go follow Nika while you're at it. Okay, so now as we're getting to know Nika a little better, Nika, tell me about yourself. What's going on in your world? What's motivating you? Tell us, I wanna get to know you better. Okay, well, I'll start off with a little bit about me. So as I mentioned, I was born in Iran, so I'm actually Iranian by heritage. And I grew up in Canada. Um, and I grew up in a family where they always instilled in me this idea of leave the world better than you found it mm -hmm. and just really try to go out and be this positive person. So that's what I, I really uh, attribute that to my dad 
who is just a very optimistic guy. And he's the one that, you know, went through the trials and tribulations of actually coming to Canada and like building this whole life. So I think he's always been this inspirational figure for me. And growing up, I, I loved volunteering. I loved kind of working with kids. I loved all these things. And I went to school for international relations. So I went to school thinking, you know, I'm going to go down this road of being a foreign policy person, you know, working in government, maybe even going into politics one day. I actually always loved public speaking. It really came naturally to me. I used to perform Iranian poetry. So I love just, be, I love being on stage. Like I love speaking. And so I was like, you know what? I'll go into politics. It'll be, it'll be fun. I'll go into government. So that's the whole route I went down. You know, I went to UBC in Vancouver and then I moved all the way to Ottawa to do my master's degree in international affairs. And what I realized um, was that I, I did love this field. You know, I love the fact that I could write policies to make a difference um, and I worked in the gender equality policy team within global affairs. But what I also felt at the same time is that I wish I could, I could impact people more on like a one-on-one -on -one, kind of like direct level rather than just being a part of this whole government thing and just writing these policies. So I was like, you know what, what can I do to actually help people like on this like one-on-one -on -one level? And what I found was um, coaching. So uh, February 2018, I started the brand, The Positivity Boss, and I was like, you know what, I've been through my own mental health challenges, and so why don't I just try to share with people how they can go ahead and develop that positive mindset, how they can go ahead and, um, yeah, overcome their limiting beliefs, really, and kind of at the same time as finding coaching, I, I found just online business um, I found this guy named Dan Locke. He basically taught me about high ticket sales. And I was doing that for a while and just working like as a salesperson. And that was really fun. Like, and I make good money in sales. Like apparently I was good at it, <laughs> but then I realized like, you know, instead of just selling all these other people's programs, like, let me just go ahead and just find something that I could do myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so I went on this whole journey. I've done a bunch of different businesses at this point, but what I do currently is I work with this education platform. So um, this education platform, basically, it's like an online school and there's 380,000 students on it. And it's people all over the world, like all different languages, even the Philippines. Um, and uh, they're all learning about um, e-commerce, like how to build their own online stores. Um, cryptocurrency, which is Bitcoin and stuff, and then Forex. So just yeah. tra trading Forex. And, uh, and yeah, and I was like, you know what, I like this concept. I like that it's like an education. So let me go ahead and uh, learn about it. Yeah. And so I, I became part of this platform. And, and now at this point, I've helped people in about 15 different countries learn. Um, and it's just been a really fun thing to do. So I do this and I actually still uh, work as a policy analyst with the government as well. So wow. I have a bunch of different things going on all the time because <laughs> I, I still have all these different passions. So that's a little bit about me. What really keeps me fired up these days is just um, just the fact that the world is so vast and that we really are the creators of our own reality. And every time I just remember that, I'm like, you know what, I can choose to just believe differently and just manifest you know, whatever I want. And I think that just keeps me so fired up. And now I've actually been manifesting for other people. Like, 
I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. Like yes, Jolie, like, I'm like, Jolie's my business partner in South Africa. She's actually watching me on Instagram right now. Aww. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so happy and grateful Jolie's business is growing. And yeah, it's just fun. Like life is just good. <laughs> oh, so good. Hey, Jolie, if you're watching, that's amazing. Okay, so actually, I just hopped on a live that you were on with three other guys, other boss yeah. guys. And I was like, Nika's gonna blow it up, right? So it, I'm all about <laughs> empowering everyone. But also like I'm, I, I wrote down that you spoke there of gender equality, right? So I think mm -hmm. it's I mean, right now, as you're entering the space of finance, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, things like that, um, you know, that's probably that's not really a female dominated industry yet. Right. Right. Yeah, so totally, are you, totally. it's super important that you're doing what you're doing. So that's me. Are you finding that that's um, you're one of few women or is there a lot? Tell me what's going on in that world. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a few women. I feel like, though, a lot of women have to be a little masculine like it is it is yeah. a lot of like a hustle kind of culture of kind of the masculine work ethic and, and everything um and it often will be you know multiple men on stage and just one woman so I think the but then the women I feel like that are a part of this platform are really kind of gathering together and creating their own spaces like there was actually a women's event um I think in Dallas uh earlier on this year so yeah I think women are really just paving the way um in, in a lot of different ways in this field so yeah yeah absolutely let's talk a minute about um the masculine and not i won't say versus the, the feminine but like how both energies are so important because i think you're showing up in a traditionally masculine space right with this beautiful energy of love of light of nurturing and i think that together when a, a man in finance you know embraces like really like taking care of people and nurturing and empowering people that's when they're most successful too so it's not like male and female but i'm talking about the energies and i think that you're you're coming you're showing up at least so nurturing and so loving and i think that's that's really one of the keys to success. What would you say about that? Yeah, I think so too. You know, the other day I was reflecting on this and I was like reflecting on this idea of, you know, when women kind of put on this front of just being savage in a sense of, you know, just being very like, you know, hard and, you know, you can't mess with me. And I was like, I was like, I've never been able to do that. Like, even if I try to look at a, <laughs> if I try to take a picture without smiling, <laughs> I just look kind of angry and like, I don't look like cool, you know, like these other no, women do. And I, I was, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I think that's for a reason. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like those of us that have, you know, these like tender hearts and kind of this, like, this like warming and like welcoming personality, like have that for a reason. So why would we kind of, you know, try to seem like, like strong, but kind of strong and kind of like an aggressive way, you know? And so why don't we just be ourselves? And like, and so I think that's a lot of the feminine right there. And it's really not about being weak. It's really just, it's really just um, like loving openly and kind of allowing the good, the good positive energy to just radiate. And, and, and by doing so, I feel like kind of the things that don't align with that will, will fall away really naturally on their own. Yeah. And so I used to think like growing up, you know, I have to be stronger. Like I can't, you know, just seem like this innocent, nice girl all the time, but I realized, you know what, like I, I can just 
have that as my strength and just, you know, flourish, Yeah. Uh, just being this kind, positive person rather than trying to mold myself into being like the strong, like just fierce kind of personality that I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. And then they never see it coming when you totally rock it. <laughs> They're like, whoa, I didn't expect that from Nika. Yeah. And, and the same goes like in the end, like for any women who are listening, and I know we have some male listeners as well. Some women that, that are listening, they are actually more male dominant in their energy. They, they, they are more fierce. They are more like, you know, like they have those qualities and, it, and that's the same advice I would say for them. It's like really embrace the latter. And those of us who are too much in our feminine, we sometimes need to boss up, right? Which means like asking for the sale, which means, you know, really putting uh, boundaries for our energy. And I think mm -hmm. that really, that's why we need both energy systems working together all the time. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go back to, to money mindset. Now you are uh, an advocate. You encourage multiple streams of income you know, affiliate marketing, which I've been, um, I I've been doing that for, oh my gosh, forever. Like back when blogging was still a new thing. Um, okay. So affiliate marketing, you talk network marketing, you talk trading, you talk cryptocurrencies. So you're really embracing multiple streams of income, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so key because I think something the pandemic just showed everyone is that even one stream of income is risky, you know, yeah. like, you, you know, you might have a job, but who knows when that might disappear. And it's like, why not just um, kind of protect yourself, but also like from a, from an abundance and spirituality perspective, why not just open yourself up to the many different ways the money might flow in? Like, mm. you know, I know people that had a hundred dollars in Bitcoin, like back last year in the summer and that money is now you know 500 or 600 dollars and yeah. it's just pretty cool because they might not even know that you know yeah. that was a way for their money to grow but it did and so yeah it's like I just really encourage people to just be open-minded because I feel a lot of people shy away from investing and trading they think oh you know my husband deals with it. Like a lot of women just straight up say, oh, my husband deals with, you know, the investing. And I'm like, okay, but like, <laughs> like, why don't you kind of just learn about it a bit more just be like a little more open-minded. And I do have a lot of uh, couples that are, that are the husband and the, and the wife just working together on their finances and learning how to invest and trade together. And that just, you know, allows them to, to have kind of that partnership. And maybe one person takes a little bit more effort with it, but I think just this fact that a lot of women say, you know, oh, like my boyfriend does that or my husband takes care of it kind of it almost just delegates the responsibility away. And it's like, why not just just learn how to do it yourself, too, because I feel something it really gave me is, you know, coming with someone with no finance background, you know, I studied political science. Um, it really allowed me to feel like I'm learning a new skill and I'm yeah. kind of just just growing my skill set. And that gave me a lot of confidence. Um, and so I think it's like a big confidence builder to be able to manage your own money. Girl, that's exactly it. And, and that's so important because actually my husband is in this learning curve right now. So um, our family business is through network marketing. We've built a, a beautiful residual income over the past, um, it's going to be 13 years this May. Um, and Wow, okay. Yeah, and now he's coming up and the last, just less than a month, he's 
on this fierce learning curve of learning crypto of learning all these different things because he got excited about it and you know here we have like a grown man who is excited about learning something new and i think it's like that that learning curve is is sometimes super fierce and there's like a dip and you you doubt yourself and the confidence doesn't feel like that when you're low but once you get through it and you've mastered something new that's what it's all about that's how we build confidence that's how we grow as human beings it's so it's worth the risk right oh for sure and and, and, and risk is like i mean i don't even know it living is a risk so we might as well have fun with it right right yeah because i think that's another misconception people have is oh it's too risky for me to trade or invest but honestly if you learn the right kind of risk management policies sorry it's a little noisy um, if you learn the right kind of risk management practices, uh, for example, I only risk 3% at a time. So yeah. to put that into perspective, you're, you risk, you're risking like $3 out of a hundred. Yeah. You're not going to lose your whole account. Yeah. Um, and that's really what I try to encourage people to, to understand. So that's what I'll say about that. And, and yeah, another thing in terms of learning that I think really helped me is mentorship. You know, being a part of network marketing, you probably are passionate about that as well. And you know the power of mentorship and how that can really just help someone out. Because the hardest thing is, you know, trying to learn something by yourself. You're you're reading a book, you're on YouTube, you're kind of just kind of all over the place, really trying to learn something. Whereas it's like, okay, you know, just find a single mentor that's gonna just yeah. be there to, to teach you, like hold your hand and be like, hey, like, this is how you set your account up. Like, this is what you do. Like, this exactly. is like, these are some people you can learn trading from. And I think that's really like why I love our platform specifically is because it allows the mentorship. But I think in general for any new skill set, um, that's going to help a lot. That's amazing. So good. Okay. So impact, that's definitely, that's that's got to be one of your values because I was taking a moment to look at um, actually to listen to some of the results and the raves and reviews of people who've worked with you. And they all look like young men and women who are feeling, you know, feeling more confident and they're making moves. So tell me about why that's so important for you to make an impact on the world and individuals. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think in terms of just my personality, I'm that person that is like motivated by impact. You know how there's a different color personalities. It's like the money motivated person, the like analytical motivated person, the social motivated person. So I'm definitely the impact person with a little bit of the money, of course, as well. But um, it really just fires me up when someone can talk to me and say, hey, you know what, because I learned this, this is what it's been able to do. Like I have more money to, you know, buy my, buy my son, you know, like, his food or whatever, you know, or just like these little things or when student, like I have a 15 year old I work with wow. and her whole purpose of wanting to learn was to help her mom. And so when she made like her first profit, she was like, Nika, I'm like dancing around my room. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy. And I'm like, wow, I'm really genuinely proud of you. Like, you know, you beat a lot of barriers being 15 years old, yeah. you know, in a lot of situations, you can't even open your accounts and stuff because you're like not even 18 yet. So she had to go through a lot of different hurdles, but just really seeing her make that impact, like just really motivated me. And like my goal, like, you know, you know, it says to have a goal card. So my goal card says, I'm so happy and grateful now that I impacted 15,000 families 
all over the world. So oh, yes, I got my goal card and that's what I look at. I got every mine day. too right here, girl. Got mine hey. too. <laughs> there we go. We're aligned for yes. sure. And so the goal card really just reminds me that, you know what, it's not, it's not about, well, it, it is like, you can make money the goal, but when you make impact the goal, it just really kind of fuels you in a different way I feel yeah and the money follows right so whether you are money motivated or impact motivated um the the the, the, the truth of the matter is is that money is a report card of how of your leadership right mm. because everything is energy and if you're in the business of getting results and you're getting results it means you're making an impact right so I think mm -hmm. that's it's super important and I remember my mentor who is very spiritual, such a conscious, just pure hearted individual who you would never like look at her and look at her lifestyle and think that she was money motivated, but she was money focused because she knew that that was how she could look at, am I being impactful? Mm -hmm. Right. Because yeah. you know, someone can come to me and say, cause I work in the wellness industry and they could say, I just want to help people get healthy. I don't care about the money. I just want to help people get healthy. And I said, if you really want to help people get healthy, you better get real with your goals. Right. Yeah. Because otherwise, how are you going to be motivated to achieve them? How are you going to, how are you going to be able to measure them? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. They say money is really like a yardstick for measuring your impact and something that Earl Nightingale says in the strangest secret is that, uh, like you don't, you don't become successful and then make money. Like you don't make money and that means you're successful. Like you have to be successful in terms of, you know, the impact, the service, and then the money comes. And I think just like when you really listen to that, like you, it really picks up and you're like, okay, that's really what it, how it works. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, thoughts are things, right? Okay. So, um, lastly, I know we're going to wrap this up because I know you're, you're, uh, you're somewhere where there's like, there's hustle and bustle around you and you guys let that be, <laughs> let that be an example to you. Like Nika didn't wait till she was in the most perfect environment to say yes to this interview. She's like, I'll say yes. And I'll figure it out. You know, I'll make it yeah, work. No, it's it's all good. My we just got groceries over, so my boyfriend was just putting them away. But oh. it's, it's all it's all good. Shout out to the supportive boyfriend. <laughs> we see you. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, and it's it's so funny because we're actually like an interracial couple too. My boyfriend's from Hong Kong. Oh yeah. And Maybe. so when you say your, your husband's from the Philippines, I was like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet you'll have beautiful babies if you guys do that. Okay, so speaking of groceries and fuel and families, um, one thing that caught my eye on your feed was our mutual love of plant-based eating and living. So could we just close it on that? Let, let's talk about fuel in terms of fueling ourselves, but also what brought you to um, to being vegan? Yeah, for sure. So. Fueling ourselves, right? I really believe that everything is energy. So the food we eat is really energy, right? And that's when it really clicked for me, like, wow, you know, meat is basically the energy of whatever that animal was going through. And so if you think about it, you're kind of eating like a dead piece of energy. Whereas if you're eating your, your spinach, you know, your, you know, your, your fruits, all of these like high energy foods, you're going to feel good. And I think that that is just really, 
is like, okay, what are you fueling yourself with? And I really feel this in my own energy. Like when I have, you know, sugar, for example, even though I used to love sugar so much, I just don't feel the best. And it's because, well, it's not really doing the best for you. Whereas when I have my green smoothies, you know, I take my chlorella supplement, I just feel good. (laughs) Um, And in terms of my, my plant-based journey. So this actually started in 2017. I was 21. I was actually wanting to lose weight. Um, it was really interesting. I kind of went through this like spiritual awakening along with wanting to lose weight. It all kind of happened at once, you know, overcoming my depression. It was kind of just this whole life change situation. And, um, it really just started off with losing weight. And once I lost, I lost 40 pounds. Um, and so that was awesome. And then I learned about the environmental impact. So, you know, being this person that studied all about policies and world issues, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like it's crazy that, you know, it has such an environmental impact. And I'm talking about meat and dairy and, um, a lot of our world leaders, you know, don't really talk about it from that angle. And so that got me very passionate about just the plant-based lifestyle. And yeah, I've just been maintaining it ever since. It's not always the easiest, especially around family and things like that, but I really just do my best effort of, yeah, just maintaining because it really just helps me feel good. And I feel like it just has such a positive impact. So Yeah. yeah, that's kind of my journey with it. Well, there's so it's been four another, years now. Wow. There's another uh, similarity you and I have. Uh, we're super aligned because I made all my big changes at the same time too. So I went to this um, women's event in Toronto. It was, um, it, the building's not even there anymore. It was called the Diesel Playhouse. And it was downtown. There's a condo there now. Um, and it was the Blue Jays Way on uh, King. Okay. I'm very close to that area. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So it was, uh, I was 25 years old and there was this event being advertised, um, all across, um, Toronto. And it was like, it was, uh, the women's symposium of wealth and wellness. And at the time I was in the fashion industry. Okay. So I was in the fashion industry. I was burnt out. I was addicted to sugar. Okay. And, and I went to this event, learned about meditation, multiple streams of income, law of attraction, supplementation, uh, veganism, wow. all, all these things that they're the same, the same day. Right. So imagine <laughs> like I'm there by myself. I was just like, ah, you know, I was like vibrating. I get home to my boyfriend at Young and Eglinton where we were living. And I was like, okay, so here's the deal. And I'm like throwing stuff out. And, and that was the day I became vegan. And that's, um, I mean, how many years ago is that? That's 12, 13 years ago, right? So wow. uh, it's been incredible. But the thing is, is that kind of the, all these big shifts happen. And I realized um, that just like you said, that's a big motivating fact, factor for me, just the understanding of, I don't want to eat something that suffered, mm-hmm. right? So that doesn't, that's not aligned with my values. And you guys, mm-hmm. this is not a, a vegan, like shaming podcast. Nika and I are just sharing our journey, but, but even yeah. just like outside of veganism, it's, it's about eating and, and making decisions for your body in a way that are aligned with where you're going. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're creating big things for yourself and for your family, but you're eating processed foods, um, like, you know, in abundance, you know, you're, you're out of alignment for what, with what you're creating, right? We don't have to eat perfectly. That's not what I'm saying, but like fueling your body, drinking beautiful water, you know, being mindful and taking those deep breaths, all these things, they're not separate. They're, they're a part of money too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You said it you said it beautifully. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so grateful for you, girl. I think we kept this just about 30 minutes. So that's amazing. And I'm so excited for us to continue to learn from each other, collaborate. I'm gonna show up on those lives and like show you out to all the guys that are <laughs> Nika's gonna out earn you guys. <laughs> so funny no I love that they're like wow like your audience is so nice like who's this Krista girl (laughs) that's the feminine energy though shining through right so that's so awesome well uh, let's stop record and you guys go follow Nika on Instagram right now she's the positivity boss go look her up and uh, definitely continue to learn from her thank you so much for your time Nika I so appreciate you this was fun Definitely, definitely. Thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. And if you want more, if you want to chat about this episode, if you want to connect, head on over to Facebook if you're on there and look up our community. Just search it out. You'll find it. Also, the link is in the show notes. And if you want to connect with me too, just head on over to Instagram or anywhere else. And my DMs are always open. Have a great one.